This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Why does he have to bring out his receipts like that? Right, though? exactly. Why? Right. And even, even let's say, even, listen, people already know I do not like Trump, right? But why do I have to hate somebody because yeah. they like him, right? Exactly. Who gives a shit? Right. Like, right. whatever you know, like, he's doing pro- obviously speaks to them on some kind of fucking level, yeah, right? Yeah, right, right, Like, right. I disagree with you, but I'm not going to go out of my way to fucking just trash you about it. Yeah, right. I'm not going to hate you as a human see, because see, you like the, a certain That's dude. the problem. Like, you put somebody on the map about all this shit. These, you, you say he's doing all these things, but it's not true. There's no proof of this. And then people are still smearing him to this day about it. This happened a year ago. I guess from my my recent research, and this is his in five, four, three, two, one. Yeah, smash. Yeah, smash. Uh, what does he call? <laughs> what does he call a fucking dick and a pussy? Hey, man, dick? you can't fucking start off like that. Jinkui, jinkui, jinkui. What does he call a fucking? Crumb, crumb, crumb. crumb. That's crumb. right. Crumb. Would you like to try my crumb? crumb. <laughs> my back pussy, very tight. My back pussy, very tight. She's fifteen. She's too old for him. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. I Yay. hope you guys are doing very well. This podcast is about anything and everything. Sometimes we make you think. Other times we make you wonder why you even started listening to this podcast. Facts. Yeah. Place. 100%. We got Patrick T. Riley. Come on, baby. <laughs> former 150-pound champ. <laughs> After his retirement. This spreads out over two podcasts. Yep. He's, yeah, uh, he's yeah. retired now. Retired. One and done, baby. That's my That's whole right. boxing got career. Got that 150-pound belt. The comedy belt. Yeah. Yeah. his way all the way to a pussy. Bam. Or if a penis, if he chooses. I yeah. don't I don't uh, discriminate. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Hum. Gross. Hum. That's right. <laughs> Whatever hum you have, the one that looks yeah. like hot dog or the other one that looks like a taco. Whatever. Hum. <laughs> and then we have Nick the Ear, the coach of the year, apparently, over Trevor Whitman because Shit. he coached oh. Finally in the win column as well. Bang, yeah, bang, bang, boom. Hey, Pat fucking broke the streak. Dude, Was that your second fighter? Like second fight, or no? You've t- you've coached Heinrich too, right? Yeah, we've. Yeah, yeah. But it's like it's been a drought. Shout out to Heinrich, I love you, but low key, it's been a drought. <laughs> <laughs> and then when Alex fought, we lost that one too. Shit, so bro. your boy, it's been it's been real dry. Ah, let me disappoint you in my fight, dog. Ah, <laughs> I got you. Your boy getting knocked out first round. Don't care. Hands down, <laughs> chin up. <laughs> yeah, but we gotta talk about. First of all, the Borat movie, because that was like the hugest fucking craze of all time. Yeah. Right. Because Borat's out here trying to expose America for what it is. Dude. What is his... Sasha Baron Cohen is his actual name. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Did you see uh, when he did... There's a really funny... Probably the best bit to me was not the Rudy Giuliani thing, because people kind of like pumped it up. And then when I saw it, I was like, oh, that's it. I expected him to do that. 
But uh, it was when he did this. He does the song called the Wuhan Flu. Oh, that shit was nuts. And uh, he's talking about like he, I guess he has a line in the song about like the Nazis or something. And then some. I think I don't even know what state they were in. Do you know? I have no idea. They some, were, some country ass state. Yeah, they, yeah, they were they, they were very uh, pro Trump or whatever. But it's probably you know. Who knows? Who yeah. knows what these people are? Whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> but he talks about like Nazis or something like that in the song. And then there's a guy that just goes like this. A quick little Zig Heil. Zig yeah. Heil. Real and quick. I was like, oh shit, these guys are still Zig Heiling, bro. Yeah. yeah. That was so crazy. Wow. When was the last time you Zig Heil? Go ahead, Pat. Probably like three days ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did it right to my daughter. He's like, Zig Heil. And she's like, yes, daddy. Yes, daddy. Daddy, yes. <laughs> no, yeah. I, dude, that's fucking bananas. That'll never go out of style. That shit. Yeah, that's, that's here to stay, unfortunately. Yeah, that's, that's just like khaki pants, stay. dude. It's gonna stay around for a hot minute, dude. <laughs> for a hot minute. <laughs> it's, it's weird. You know what's funny? When I saw the the mayor Giuliani thing, yeah, is that his name? Giuliani. Yeah. Giuliani. yeah. First of all, the way they kind of set it up, I am gonna say this, and I'm going. I'm not defending him, by the way, because yeah. it's weird that he would. They would go into a room together and all this other stuff, right? Which was already awkward, right? Because I think a lot of people are dismissing his. Um, hand gesture stuff like patting it on the back. They're like, yeah, like it was like a gra- old, your old, an old grandpa doing it to his uh, granddaughter, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. cool. That's not his granddaughter. Yeah, you know, yeah, what I mean, right. this is what he thought was a conservative reporter. So he should not be doing that in the first place. Yeah. The thing where I will say that it is blown out of proportion. I think Sasha Baron Cohen said like, no, he was gonna. I think he doubled down and says like, I think he was gonna do loot stuff if I didn't step in. Yeah. Is when he when she was like looking for the mic or whatever, trying to pull out the mic, and his shirt came out, and he leaned back. And he said that he was tucking in his shirt. I actually believe he was tucking in his shirt. The reason why is because people who look at that don't understand. Number one, you've never been lobbed up before. And number two, you never- Oh, was was that what the whole thing was? It was a lob. So he- You've never been lobbed up before and you also never been fat trying to tuck in your shirt. (laughs) So this is coming from a fat person. Okay. When you're fat and you have a belly- you cannot tuck in your shirt sitting down. Yeah. It's impossible yeah. because you have this fucking globe in front of you mm. <laughs> and it's hard. So when I was fat and I had to tuck in my shirt, I didn't want to stand up. Yeah. I had to lean back and tuck in my shirt just like he did. Yeah. Okay. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, he's just tucking in his shirt. Mm-hmm. But for other people who don't have that fat belly issue, you uh, actually don't know what it's like. Yeah, like yeah, we yeah. have to stand up and then tuck in our shirt or we have to lean back and do it. Yeah. I don't got that problem now, but I know what that is. That's Crazy. a fat person thing. Because yeah. watching the whole situation unfold of him trying because the whole premise was he was trying to Rudy Giuliani like Borat was trying to get his quote unquote daughter in the film to like have sex at time with mm-hmm. uh, Rudy Giuliani she's 15 she's too old she's too old but like well obviously the whole pretense is like very crazy right yeah you know well, that being said because it, it's a setup it's a sting 100% well, well, to frame this guy to like you know but it's it's all for the bit whatever but even like the leading up to it was kind of the way it happened was kind of like, what's really going on? Mm-hmm. You don't really know what's what's happening. Yeah, it, it is weird. But also too, like Borat, like Sasha Baron whatever the fuck his name is. He definitely leans left, right? Oh, like, yeah. So, so, I mean, and Giuliani just came out with those like Hunter Biden fucking Ukraine emails. So yeah. there's also like a political and Giuliani was the one that released those, those yeah. that, that tape. So. You the can't like there's also mouth. like everything is so politicized that like it, it you could see in the interview why he would want to say like like discredit Giuliani by being like oh he's gonna pull his dick out and fuck yeah, a girl yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean so I I can see it's not like he's not tainted by politics himself oh, 100% you know too. So, so when I see that too and people kind of immediately jump to you know Julie like I said I don't know shit about Mayor Giuliani 
You know, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, that being I, said, though, I would not be surprised if he like. Yeah, yeah that too. Like, I, I wouldn't be a little girl. You know what I mean? Like, I, all those politician dudes creep me. They've always creeped me out. Yeah, yeah. I've always been like, all these guys look like fucking creeps. Is that yeah. how is no one tripping on this? Yeah, like, they literally too, all look like weirdos. But also, too, it's like <laughs> that's if, how you become a politician. If he knew yeah. that she was quote unquote fifteen, she's obviously not fifteen, but. I doubt that whole thing would have happened. Why you would know, you the go- pretense of going to the back room? Obviously, it's like, okay, yeah, I see where this is going. Oh, I thought he knew that she was 15. No, no, no. He didn't say that until Borat comes out. And he's oh. like, oh, have sex with, like, have, check my own nose. It's very, yeah. Yeah. Is it back my back pussy is a very, back, back that's my favorite pussy. part. Is when he says back pussy. Back pussy is great, bro. That's so, funny. that's so good. And he's back like, pussy. she's 15, she's too old. <laughs> <laughs> so that stupid. fucking line got me dying. It's so dude. fucking stupid. With that being said, Borat won much better. Yo, Borat one Borat was nuts. Goated. You know what? I forgot that he wrestled naked yeah, with dog. his buddy. Dude, that was the funniest shit. <laughs> Azamat, Azamat Bogotov. Dude, <laughs> he, how do you know the first one? <laughs> Me and Tip were watching it. We watched the second one and she was like, I didn't really like it. And then we watched the first one. She was like, this one's much better. Dude, yeah. it was literally, they were in each other's taints. Yeah, they like, 69 at 69 one point. 69 each other, dude. I think the big dude was on top of him at yeah. one point. And he kept shoving his and face. And the ball set was dangling. on his face. It was nuts, dude. Yeah, that literally was fucking. And then they run through the hotel. Yeah. That's when he's at his best. That was funny. dude. And fucking Azmat Bogotov has some teddies on him. Yeah, dude. he got yeah. some titties. When he was in the elevator, he squeezed them. Squoze, squoze, squeeze. Yeah, he squeezed them together. I was like, I was pushing my bone. I was like, I was like, damn, take some titties. I was like, that motherfucker dick. Fucking Grant Tone, bro. Grant Tone is my god. Well, we were talking about the really funny scene in the first one oh, where he's at the he's at the dinner with all those southern the folk. etiquette dinner yeah the etiquette dinner and he's talking he's like he's like well, like your body is very sensual you know and he says that and then the, the pastor's like it's very true which was kind of weird for him to say because that wasn't even his wife but then he says he's like in my country they go crazy for you too and then they're like oh everyone's laughing he goes but this one not so much <laughs> that was his wife and then he's like He's like seething, pissed. bro. He's fucking yeah. pissed. Not so much. But the second Borat movie, it was funny. Like it was good. There were some, like the to me the more lighthearted bits were really funny. Like when he stays with the the two uh, the abor- redneck dudes. The abortion clinic. The abortion clinic was crazy. Was fucking nuts. That dude. was probably yeah. That was probably one of the better bits too. Um, cause they, they go in and she like swallows a baby or something. Okay. So what happens is like, so <laughs> you know, he's terrible at sleep stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, there's a, so throughout this whole film, right? His daughter is considered chattel and property like in Kazakhstan. Mm-hmm. Right. So they create this whole backstory where she has this little children's book where it teaches young girls. <laughs> Like number one, yeah, he's you, explaining his way. If better. you play with yourself, you'll fucking die and go blind. And your all hand, your vagina, your vagine will eat your hand. Will eat your hand, and then you will your whole body will go inside your yeah. vagina. <laughs> so vagine all these like you. weird like like non-feminist, super like misogynistic, misogynistic like, fables yeah. for women, right? Yeah, and just so, super over the top. Like yeah. like shit like this. Like women can drive. <laughs> not even that, dude. The yeah. worst part is like they go up into this like fucking cattle rancher and they're like. Or they get her a cage and she's excited to for her new cage. Yeah, yeah. she's <laughs> like, "Will I be like Princess Melania? Yeah, she's she like, is the most uh, lavish uh, wife of all time." She's like, "Is this cage just for me? Like, no other people in this she's cage?" She's like amped for it. And she's yeah. amped up for it, right? And he has like a collar on her, has a dog bowl for her, and all this other shit. But 
he decides to get her a cupcake at this cake shop, right? Mm. <laughs> and the funniest part is, is the fact that he's scared to give her a cupcake because people might find out that he's giving his daughter treats, which yeah. he's not supposed to do. Yeah. Okay. So he's making her eat this. Um, it's like this baby cupcake, right? Where they put like a toy baby on top of people <laughs> about to be pregnant. Yeah, so she eats it so fast. She swallows the, the little baby. Uh, and so he's like, we have to get the baby outside of you. And so they go to an abortion clinic. Oh, my God. And so dude. they don't know. Like a Christian abortion yep. clinic. And they don't know that they're talking about a plastic baby inside his stomach. And that he's talking about, he was like, she was like, she wanted it. So I had to give her. So I put the baby inside her. <laughs> he's like, I am her father. And then she goes, I knew people would be mad. So we went behind the dumpster and I give her the baby. And I'm Italian. (laughs) My name is Giuseppe. And the guy's like, the whole time they're trying to coerce him to say like, oh, it doesn't matter how the baby got into her, but we must keep the baby. Yeah. So shining light on the whole fact that like abortion, you know, in certain cases should be allowed. Yeah. It's fucking nuts. dude. Yeah. And it's like. And the, this guy is denying it. Like, no, no, no. Like, you must not have an abortion. And he's trying to, like, thoroughly explain the situation. Like, Borat started to goes, I don't want to hear the rest of this. Like, I don't yeah. want to hear the shit. Like, stop. Stop. Yeah, and he's saying, like, I'm her father. I put he's, the baby he's like, inside You're the father, right? He's like, the, the, the child wants, she wants. I had, to put, I had to put inside her. What he's like, can fuck? we take the baby out? Yeah. Damn. And, he's, and the whole time, it's just like, this, this guy is almost at a loss for words. Because he's I'm like, sure, yeah. what the fuck? You know, and who knows how genuine these reactions are? Because at the end of the day, there's a camera in the fucking room. Yeah, it's cut and edited. I think, yeah. I think, I think pretty genuine. Certain, yeah, I think certain because like I did, I saw like 15, 20 minutes of it, and I saw the part where he's in the store, like, and he starts looking at porn, oh, and, and yeah. like he goes Dude, in the bathroom. Oh that was so and that good. guy legitimately looked like he was pretty pissed that <laughs> yeah. this dude's in the bathroom. Tall black man, tall white woman, or whatever. <laughs> he's talking about cream pies. Yeah. yeah. Shit's so fucking weird. <laughs> Shit was funny as fuck. He's very unique. I yeah. don't see myself being able to do what he does. And keep a straight face. Number one, I'm a bitch. I can't yeah. do shit like that. Number two, I would be dying laughing. Yeah. He dude. had a show on Showtime, and he got like politicians to like bite the head off like dildos. Are you talking about Ali G? No, 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 no. Wait, it, what, it was, what he, was, movie he was, was like that? an Israeli like defense guy. Yeah, what was he, it? That was a I movie, forgot, wasn't it? it? No, it was a show. It was a show. It was a show. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like trying to say like, like I think Donald Trump is very smart about like arming kids with guns in the school. And he was like trying to get all these politicians and to like, do crazy shit. Yeah, like to like agree with him and like they they kind of were on board, you know. Like actually, they were very on board. <laughs> well, he, the you scene know? that he did, he, he was he was like some kind of like anti-terrorist specialist or some shit, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So he's teaching them like if you're he's like, like an dire, Israeli dude, if like you're in a dire situation, you have to do what you can to survive. Like if you're a hostage, so he puts a dildo on and he gets the politician to bite the dildo, like saying like you you have to like you have to bite penis off, and he's just like he's going at the, the dildo, yeah. dog. It's nuts. Wow. What? <laughs> huh? But he was he made them say like some racist ass shit and they yeah. were so completely comfortable Bro, saying Bro, what the fuck? Dog, how do you do nuts. that? And that's that's the power of like the Borat stuff. Like cuz he's so good at like making these people feel comfortable to say crazy shit. That's so wild. Like he goes into like a hardware store and he's like, "Uh, how many gypsy can I kill with this bottle of uh with propane? Like how many gypsy <laughs> can I kill?" He's Is like, the- "You think I can kill 20?" He's like, "Oh, you need a what am I bottle fit? of that." <laughs> oh, the, the 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 cage one. He takes bro, he takes <laughs> The daughter to go buy a cage at this hardware store. Uh-huh. And he's like, he's like, oh, this is very good. Like Trump put Mexican in cage. And he's like, and he's like, high five. And the guy's like, yep, but Donald Trump did do that. And, <laughs> high five. And, and I'm just like, yo, that's crazy. But you know, what it is what it is. It's right, so right. fucking crazy. Oh my God. There's dude. some really interesting moments in there. I'm trying to remember the another part that fucking got me. Well, 
the fucking menstruation thing. The fucking- yeah, that shit. Oh, bro. When so they go to like a daddy daughter ball, right, <laughs> okay. in the south somewhere. Okay, and it's I guess. It's like if they walk down the aisle mm-hmm. and they say like who this lady is, the father of so and so. I don't know what the purpose of it is. Is it to like I don't auction know what off their shit. daughter? It kinda? was some weird stuff to yeah. like find suitors. Like oh well, like she's great. Yeah. I don't know. It's like matchmaker shit. Okay, she's walking down the aisle and they're like listing her accomplishments and she goes and they're like she studies at Grand Canyon University. She studies. She majors in cage maintenance and also. VCR repair and like they're saying this <laughs> and everyone at the like they're just like oh okay they do this and daddy he, daughter dance it's ridiculous because she's she's fucking on her period and then as she's dancing they're doing this Russian leg kick up shit right <laughs> but blood everywhere they call it moon cycle she's moon, moon cycle, cycle. <laughs> she's on oh like moon cycle and, she's <laughs> and everybody's mortified dude wow <laughs> like she, she he goes up to the one of the dads with his daughter there and she's and he's like he's like how much do you think my daughter's worth like you think like nine and he's like nine hundred dollars he's like very nice <laughs> and, then, and then the daughter's like dad what the f-? she's like what the fuck like you can't say shit like that uh, yeah. like, she's like getting mad at this fool oh, like, really? he's, and he's just like ah, like like laughing it off it's so ridiculous what the fuck even like small shit like uh, when they were trying to get her to look pretty like Melania Trump right and she goes to uh, a salon to get her hair cut <laughs> she's like. It's like they're asking for a trim, and then she was like, oh, "Show me your, let me see your hair." And then she lifts up her shirt. She goes, "No, not that." <laughs> and it's just a bush, like a crazy you just, bush. You just gotta watch a little bit, just to I the will, shits I and I, I, Like I said, I watched 15 minutes of it, and I was like, eh. "That that one scene was funny," but I, I'll I'll power through and watch because that yeah. shit sounds fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it gets it's uncomfortable. Tiff had anxiety afterwards. She was I like, mean, but I don't all really this like shit, this. even like Bruno, like Bruno when they so when though, they have dude. the MMA fight and they start making out in the south <laughs> and everyone starts throwing chairs and yep. bottles and shit was Bro, so that fucking shit, good. That shit I makes was me like, laugh. Oh my god, dude! Or the swinger party? Did you see, have you seen Bruno? No, I haven't seen Bruno. Bruno's good. I'm actually Bruno, gonna watch it tonight. Bruno's, Bruno's good. Hella so good. in Bruno, I think he goes to he's like trying to not be gay or some shit. Like that's like <laughs> the premise of the movie. I I think that's like one of the premises. <laughs> that's fucking ridiculous. And so he goes to like the a pray the gay away thing, and then mm-hmm. at one point he goes to a swinger party, and it's, see, people are fucking like they're like yeah. in rooms fucking, and he's like trying to pretend to act like he wants to fuck. He doesn't want to fuck this girl because he's gay. Yeah. So he's like keeps going up to like different guys. They're literally in the middle of fucking. He's like, so how do you how what how how do you do that? Like, what are you? He's like having conversations and the guy's fucking. He's like, yo, you want to get the fuck away from me? He's like, <laughs> he's like, yo, fuck off, dude. I'm fucking right. <laughs> Bruno's so good. It's so dude. funny. Bruno's Bro, so good. it's Bruno's fucking great. And like, Ali G nuts. was great too. Ali G. Have you ever seen Ali G? Ali G was dope. Bro, I remember. He had that show, Ali G in the house, or I don't know if that was the movie, but he had a show on HBO and he's interviewing this basketball player. I forgot who it was, but he's like, he's like doing his thing. He's like Ali G, right? And he's like, so you're telling me like this ball, how does this ball bounce? And then the guy, it was like, uh, there's air in it, you know, like the air, it bounces because of the air. He's like, well, there's air in this whole room. Why isn't it bouncing? <laughs> <laughs> and it just cuts like, and it shows the basketball player, and then just cuts. <laughs> Bro, it's like, so good. He's like, he got my eye. Yeah, I'll do this shit. <laughs> Why isn't this room bouncing? <laughs> That's fucking nuts, man. Like, it's it's interesting when you watch somebody that he is the Chappelle of what he does. Yeah, yeah. There, was, there so will good. be another Sasha. Hey, but also, who's like, I gotta say this for my guy because I love him so much, Eric Andre. Eric Andre is good too. He's so good at that shit. 
there's this one stick that he does where he's getting chased by a cop and he runs into a store. Oh. And they're like, oh my God, oh my God, freeze, freeze, freeze. And he handcuffs him. They're like in, in front of everybody. Coffee shop or something. Yeah, yeah. The guy's hand, uh, Eric Andre gets handcuffed. He, The cop turns around and they look at each other. And then they start looking deeply into each other's eyes and they start making out. Like legit, like, like hard like, on making out. Everyone's like, yo, what the fuck? Like what? And then and then there's they pan over to this one girl that works at the store. She's just like so happy. She's like, hmm. And this one guy's like, yo, what the fuck? Call the cops. He's like, call the cops. And he, he's pissed. And then Eric Andre stops and, he, and they both point at him. And they go, I want to fuck that guy. And he's like, he's like, <laughs> like he freaks the fuck out, bro. It's so funny. The stuff so that they wild. do on the show is Yo, hilarious. When people are homophobic, they're fucking homophobic, man. Yeah. It's crazy when they, when like, well, I understand from like a heterosexual standpoint, like when you see another guy make out, it doesn't seem natural to yeah. you. You know what I mean? Because yeah. we like women. So when mm-hmm. we see that, it makes us feel weird. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like against what we like yeah so it's like oh shit but even girls i know they don't like seeing dudes make out they yeah, think it's a lot gross. Of girls don't yeah. like it either. i think it's guys are just gross in general so when you see guys just fucking like, bumping oh. ugly it's yeah, like a yeah. weird it's thing like, to look at okay when two girls kiss it's like this is this is beautiful this, this is, is nice. pleasant this is very nice about homophobia we should talk about fucking well you said what the chris pratt thing yeah he's getting in trouble apparently he's his so that shit was from 2019 yeah so i guess why what so we were talking about this earlier and apparently people they did a this is how this is how kick, like shit kicks up. It all starts on fucking Twitter, bro. Like mm-hmm. literally nonsense. So apparently they did a poll over the weekend. I don't know what like celebrity news list did this, but they were like, "Who are the best Chrises? You have to pick 3 out of oh. the 4 or some shit." It was like Chris Pine, Chris Evans, Captain America, my guy, uh Chris Hemsworth, Thor, also my Ooh. guy, and then Chris Pratt. You know, what's his name on the Guardians of the Galaxy? Star Lord. Oh, Star Lord. He's baby. great too. Star I enjoy Wars. him. Star and everybody Wars. was like, like, boo, Chris Pratt. Fuck that guy. Because I, I guess in 2019, uh, he was talking about his, uh, he was on the Colbert show or some shit. And he was talking about his faith or something like that. He was talking about this very specific diet that he's on, right? Mm. That he learned from either his pastor or his church. It's like some biblical ass diet, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly. It's Matzo like balls. Grain, nuts. And Matzo then, bread. Ezekiel bread. And, and then the, the blisters of Jesus Christ. <laughs> and so he was eating. High protein. Yeah. So, uh, and he was talking about how it helped him out a lot. And something along the lines of Ellen Page saw the Stephen Colbert thing, right? And he was talking about his diet. And then she was like, well, if you're going to talk about your church, you know, we should probably address the fact that your church hates gay people and it's yeah. fucking wrong. But it's like, wait, hold on a second, dude. The, what the fuck does that have to do with him talking about his diet? Right. Like you literally took something that he said, bastardized it, and you're attacking this dude on a public platform for fucking what? Yeah. Right. And so people are latching onto that old tweet saying that he's a hateful human being because the church that he goes to hates gay people, which by the way, isn't true. Yeah. Yeah. Right. She says, okay, um, but his church is infamously anti LGBTQ. So maybe address that too. Question mark. That's what I'm saying. Like, where the fuck do you come out the fucking woodwork, dude? And to then, come up and, and then attack she, somebody right, with it. Exactly. And then she followed why, up. Why? She followed up by saying, if you are a famous actor and you belong to an organization that hates a certain group of people, don't be surprised if someone simply wonders why it's not addressed. Being anti LGBTQ is wrong. There aren't two sides. The damage it causes is severe. 
Full stop. Sending love to all. But the dumb shit, okay, well, how dare you, though? Like, that is the most worst way to think ever. Number one, that just creates enemies, right? So I could, yeah. any, we could pick apart what anybody does, right? right exactly. I could say for her, too, right? I was like, okay, well, you're a part, of, you're an actress, right? Aren't you a part of this machine This machine in Hollywood that excludes Asian people and black people? From, exactly. So how about we talk about that, right. bitch? Or yeah. you're white. Yeah, and let's or you're talk fucking about white. That. What if and I did let's that? Talk about, yeah, you could literally pick anything and just go after it. Like, yeah. It's the most virtue signaling bullshit I've ever seen in my fucking life. Exactly. So when people, when someone posted this dumbass tweet, like one has to go and they, he has four pictures of all the Chris's, right? Which, okay, who the fuck, exactly. what lame asshole gives posted shit? that? Yeah. <laughs> like, who's so stupid? Fucking Chris who Evans got to stay for show, <laughs> baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why even question it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Hemsworth, those are my guys. Those are I my know. guys. But also people are getting all mad and they're saying, sorry, this disqualifies him because he's a, he's a Trump supporter. So he's getting in trouble for being a Trump supporter and being anti-gay uh, based off his, he's based off the church that he goes to. But I guess they fact-checked it. And they're he's like- He's never ever talked about his political side at yeah, all. Yeah, he's actually like quite libertarian. He's And yeah. he's, he's been on record apparently saying like, I actually don't support both sides. I feel like both has their cons, both- Boss. Boss. Too much of boy. Hey, very nice. My back pussy better tight. Very tight. <laughs> and he goes, you know, they both have their flaws and both have their, their pros, but I'm not really, like, he doesn't speak out on anybody. That sounds very reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> well, he sounds like a reasonable human being. Yeah. And then, and then he's saying, like, apparently he donated to Barack Obama's campaign in 2012, and he's never been a Democrat he, or Republican. But he's actually he, a libertarian. Why does he have to bring out his receipts like that? Right. Though? Exactly. Why? Right. And even, even let's say, even, listen, people already know I do not like Trump, right? But why do I have to hate somebody because yeah. they like him, right? Exactly. Who gives a shit? Right. Like, yeah, no. whatever know, like, he's doing pro- obviously speaks to them on some kind of fucking level, yeah, right? right, right, Like, right. I disagree with you, but I'm not going to go out of my way to fucking just trash you about it. Yeah, right. I'm not going to hate you as a human see, because see, you like the, a certain That's dude. the problem. Like, you put somebody on the map about all this shit. These, you, you say he's doing all these things. But it's not true. There's no proof of this. And then people are still smearing him to this day about it. This happened a year ago. I guess from my my recent research and this is his quote. He says, "My faith is very important to me, but no church defines me or my life. And facts. I am not a spokesman for any church or a group of people. Big my facts. values define who I am. We need less hate in the world, not more. I'm a man who believes that everyone is entitled to love who they want, free from the judgment of their fellow man." That sounds very reasonable. That sounds very enlightened and dope. I know. And very dope. It's yeah. like it's like like and if I were to be his anger translator, what he's saying is, How fucking dare you, yeah. you bitch? Yeah, right. Like, I'm over here chilling, doing my own thing, and you over here coming at me. Yeah, yeah right. Star Lord right. would never do that, bro. <laughs> he would never do that. I know, sucking my crumb. Sucking suck my crumb. crumb. Yeah, yeah, bro. Fuck all that. Whoever's saying he's a he's a racist and all that shit, their back pussy is not very people are, I don't understand how people jump on these like because they clearly they're wrong so they don't know the facts and yeah. but they jump so wholeheartedly and like yeah he is a fucking racist he is a trump supporter yeah. it's like you're like you don't even have the facts yeah and you're like so wholeheartedly like fucking carrying the battle axe like you know everything about this dude mm-hmm. ellen page too like you know who you are you know your position you know how powerful you can be when you tweet something like that yeah. right you went out of your way to, de- to try and destroy somebody's career for fucking what what was your objective that's what i want to ask her yeah what was the point what were you going to do 
in, in like you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, right. Exactly. At the end of the day, where you're trying to say "fuck you, Chris Pratt," I'm gonna show you what's up. Right. Right. Exactly. Like it's gotten to the point now where she, whatever she, you know, she's identifying with, is becoming bigger than being a decent human being. Right. You, you know yeah, what I that's mean? A, and that's the problem is that everyone's identifying more with their team or mm-hmm. being woke or whatever the fuck or being whatever it's just sports it's like dodgers versus the fucking angels like it's like and it's I literally like i hate you because you're on the other side like yeah it's that was so, so disappointing stupid it was it so disappointing. disappointing and 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 i what's even more disappointing is that it gains steam and that people don't look at it and go shut the fuck up and that's the narrative everyone's it like, goes yeah, like fuck yo, chris yo, pratt like, shut up yo biggest thing here's the greatest example of this right because you know recently the uh the, the fires that happened yeah. It was because of the gender reveal parties, right? Yeah. So one dude wrote a comment on my thing, right? And I tra- I didn't trash him. I just explained to him. Nah, you trashed him. What do you well, say? No, he what he what he wrote was like <laughs> See, well, he, what he what he wrote was like, well, gender reveal parties happened because this lady, she before she could find the the gender of her baby, her baby had to be consistently aborted or it kept yeah. dying before birth. Yeah. And I was like, "Hold on a second. That sounds like in my but when I read that I was like this sounds like the most ridiculous bullshit I've ever heard in my life right did one google search right I looked up every interview and article of this lady and she the reason why she did that is because and to quote her she says I like celebrating things <laughs> I'm like where did you find this information right, right exactly I did some back research and oh it was from God. a fucking tweet some jackass wrote this tweet dog I'm telling you twitter is the worst is the, the hub worst. of it's misinformation worst, yeah, yeah really this guy is. wrote this long tweet i'm not sure if it was a joke or whatever but it got retweeted a gajillion fucking times yeah. everybody attached themselves to it and said you guys are all assholes for thinking that gender reveal, reveal parties are dumb yep. because this lady had multiple um uh fucking miscarriages yeah because she couldn't find out what the gender of the baby is and all she said on multiple interviews through multiple news facets that i just like celebrating shit right, right. which i respect the honesty exactly yeah. i like having parties bro and also it's like, annoying but why, whatever the guy that commented on the video why is he so like in love with gender reveal parties why does he feel like he has to defend it oh because they want to say something right so everybody can pat him on the back right. and say you are an amazing fucking person but, you yeah. are so and, right and but, also it makes you look like an asshole yeah like and, like oh it's because of a good cause and fuck you and i'm good because suck I'm supporting my dick the good how cause. about that right and and you, also that dude like how the lack of sorry the lack of no, self-awareness no, no, though the lack of self-awareness to be like don't touch my tits because i've i've said shit where i was like i don't really know what i'm saying but i'm saying it like i know what i'm saying but yeah. it's still that voice is like in the back of my head saying you don't really know what the fuck you're <laughs> yeah, talking exactly, about you know? exactly where is that voice in yeah. that guy and these people because they they clearly that dude's wrong so he he obviously it doesn't know the facts like where the fuck is that voice to be like Yo, maybe you should delete this because you don't yeah. know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. You're wrong. People, <laughs> the, like, where is that voice well, for people? I, it's like I'm saying, sometimes, dude, like I'm a part of this, you know, we're all a part of this. Well, you guys are not too. We're all a part of this moving machine and social media, right? A, a lot of it I do enjoy because some of the funniest shit comes out of it. Sure. But also the terrible things that come out of it are mm-hmm. so bad it irritates my so fucking bad, soul, dude. right? Yeah. So like, bad. It's 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 also exposing to now that I'm seeing it. And when I see some of these people face to face, I start to understand how people can develop these fake personalities online because yeah. it's easier to do stuff without having to face the repercussions of what you exactly. say. Oh, of course. You know, yeah. the internet is a free place to just say whatever you want 
and nothing will happen to you. Yeah. This podcast is brought to you by Junbi Matcha. Not all matcha is curated and created the same, and Junbi Matcha stands out above the rest. If your matcha isn't a beautiful shade of green and doesn't have an earthy, smooth taste, then you are definitely not having Junbi. Matcha is not supposed to be bitter. The caffeine boosts and health benefits you get from it are the best. No caffeine jitters and loaded with a bunch of antioxidants. To get 10% off your first order of tins and packets, go to junbishop.com and enter code GENIUSBRAIN. Once again, that's 10% off your first order of tins and packets. Go to junbishop.com and enter code GENIUSBRAIN. One of my clients, uh, she used to live in Miami, and she was telling me a story about how, like, in Miami and certain parts of town, obviously, it's a little, you know, dangerous. And they were walking with a big group of girls and, like, one guy. This one guy passing by grabbed this girl in the ass and was like, oh, what's up, mommy? Like, you know, whatever. Yeah. And the guy was like, the guy of the group said, yo, what the fuck? And started fighting with this guy. And then three other guys came out. They started beating the fuck out of this guy. You know the, uh, what do you call that? The the parking meter. Mm-hmm. They started kicking it down, tore it off out of the ground, and started beating him with this shit. Oh. Holy shit, dude. Like, and just beating, like, three guys. There's no honor in that, though, blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no fucking <laughs> honor. There's no honor in that cook. And there's no jokes. There's no jokes to that. Yeah. Because people, you could say oh, there's no honor all you want about shit, but people don't truly understand the reality of violence sometimes. Yeah, you never know in the streets, You really don't dude. know. I, I'm, I'm lucky that my dad had gotten in enough street fights and told me these stories when I was, like, way too young to hear him but like it, where they like scarred in my head yeah but he would tell me crazy in his cradle <laughs> hush little baby don't get stabbed <laughs> bro yo, papa killed somebody he got whacked <laughs> it's like yo papa got bars <laughs> yeah he got a fire bro he would tell me crazy stories i loved him because i was like i was five and I, like six and i was like these are the craziest fucking stories i heard but I definitely like he would tell me like he he taught me young not to like fuck with people like his his main thing was like if you go looking for trouble he's like never being he was like never be an asshole because he wanted me to be an asshole but he was like never go looking for trouble because like you will run into the wrong motherfucker 100 percent eventually, eventually yeah, yeah. you will and then he looked at me and he was like. I've been that wrong motherfucker for some people. I like, was holy like, shit. I, was like, I thought he was going to say that he ran into the wrong motherfucker. He's like, no, I'm the wrong motherfucker. He's like, I've been. The, and I was like, all right, dad, like, I want to go play tag. <laughs> He's like, dad, uh, kindergarten starts tomorrow. <laughs> bro, like, you're scaring everybody in my hey, class. Pat's dad. He's about that action, bro. He, yeah, he was. He's about that fucking action. He used action. to tell me these crazy stories about like guys. And I could tell like. Uh, like it he would just tell me the real shit that he saw growing up like dudes getting stabbed and dudes this and that and he's like you never know and he would always be like the thing about a fight in the streets is like you literally never know someone could have a gun someone could pull out a Mm -hmm. knife someone could pull out a bat there could be four or five dudes he's like you never know like and he was always honest too he's like if you gotta run fucking run like if there's too many if you're in a situation where it's like yeah, there's no macho man shit. You'll die, you know. Like if there's six guys, like what's the point the of dying? It's like yeah, you exactly. ever seen Rumble in the Bronx? You saw what happened to Jackie Chan, bro. Bro, that movie they cornered so him, bro, sick, though. and they fucking threw bottles at that fool. Hey, let me tell you something. So the 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 girl That's that I was life. dating before Mariel, um, I remember I was dropping. No, I was picking her up at uh, at LAX, right? Ooh, dropping her off. I don't know either way, but she getting rid of her was be- was being hit on by this big ass dude, right? And you could tell that she was feeling a little uncomfortable, like the guy was kind of being aggressive, right? Yeah. 
And my ass was like looking at the situation, thinking about it two ways. So there's there's one thing that could happen. Either one, you're going to be the boyfriend and stand up for your lady, right? Or number two, you're going to be the comic and make this to a funny situation. Mm -hmm. So what did I choose? The comic, comic. side. Yeah, so yeah, right. I saw that. I was like, oh, and I ran and I went behind a pillar, right? And I'm cracking the fuck up, right? Because one thing's going to happen to yeah, him, right? Yeah. But I, I saw her. I could see her looking around for me like, yo, where did this guy go? Where's my knight in shining armor? And then I'm literally texting him. I, I text her. I'm like, hey, where are you at, right? She goes, this guy is hitting on me. Can you come over here and you know tell him to leave me alone? And I was looking at the situation. It wasn't that bad. She's just not used to like yeah, fucking yeah, dudes yeah. coming up to her like that. And I'm cracking the fuck up. I was like, hold on. I'm going to send a picture of myself to scare him away, right? And I sent her a picture of Terry Crews butt naked with a basketball. <laughs> Talk. She was mad at me for like a month. <laughs> she was yeah, so yeah, yeah. fucking That's mad. fucking hilarious. <laughs> I just left her there. I just left her there and I sent a picture of Terry Crews half naked. I was like, send in this photo. Tell him this your boyfriend. <laughs> And then she's sitting there. I can see her pissed when she saw the tag. She's like, <laughs> but it, it probably worked though. No, Did she show the picture? Well, no, she just told the guys like, I'm not really interested. And he walked away. I was like, that's all you had to do. Like yeah. if she was in a very uncomfortable that situation. That would have been so funny though. If she was like, this is actually my boyfriend. <laughs> she's like, holy shit. You know, Terry Crews. <laughs> Fuck this guy. He lives in Pasadena. Yeah. <laughs> but wow, yeah, that's like, fucking hilarious. <laughs> I, I got into a lot of trouble in my relationships because I, I would joke around so much. Yeah. But like I always needed to be with somebody that could take jokes, right? Yeah, of course. Because of course. I don't like being in serious situations because when things get serious, I'll get mad. Like I, I don't want to do that. Yeah, and David's yeah. gonna stab somebody with a fucking toenail clipper and I shit. I will not. I'm actually docile. I'm very docile now. I yeah, just... okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, this is fun, David. This is fun, David. Hey, we like this, David. I'm making sweet tea in my bathtub. Sweet tea. Where you at, baby? It was poon, baby. It was poon. It was poon. I can't Bro. believe that she came out from Chris Pratt from the from the Chris meme, dude. Yeah, that's so stupid. I don't understand how you could just just actively search for bullshit in somebody's past to make them feel terrible. For That's stuff. what everyone's about nowadays. Why? I don't get I, it. Because it's it's um. Who's next? It's Who do you think is it's next about looking too? good to your to your team. It's about seeming like a good person. It's about seeming more woke or whatever the fuck it is. Like it's just about like she shits on him. She looks like a good person because she's standing up for uh, yeah. LGBT community or whatever, and like now she gets social pats and is like oh i get to feel like a good person for two days that's yeah. her buzz you know what i mean yep. like that's that's some people everyone has their buzz right some people it's stand-up yeah. comedy some people it's whatever having a beer her buzz is seeming like a good fucking person you know so it's fucking so lame and it sucks too because like i remember when myspace came out i was like in sixth or seventh grade like that shit was dope even, we had no problems like that on MySpace. even then though because i was in the transition from like it used to just be you know just kicking it social like just social was just hanging out in the park and shit yeah. and then it was like oh myspace came out and this and that but even back then i knew like this is just for fun like yeah. social media is just supposed to be for fun yeah like, like i mean you can you can make it work for your business and stuff like that and that's cool i don't mind that at all but at the end of the day, the whole thing is like, this is just for entertainment purposes. Like, mm -hmm. at least that's the way I always looked at it. And people, some motherfuckers take it so seriously, dude. Yeah. Like, they have no social skills. They, like, don't develop their own human, like, their own individuality. Like, they're all this fucking just this projection of who Listen, they want to be. I don't know be. how many times I've seen people online and met them in person. And they are literally a fraction 
of the the bravado that they have in these videos because they're just shooting with themselves, right? Yeah. And you meet them in person, and I'm like, oh, like, oh, this person's gonna be, you know, pretty cool to be around. <clears throat> they open their mouth; they've never spoken to a human being in their life. It's yeah. like you are the biggest fucking loser I've ever been. Yeah. How how do you go around living like this? And it's true too, in the sense of. Here's like the biggest warning I have for creators, right? Especially in this space. I've been in this space now, what, 11 years, right? It's a very long fucking time. And I'm still making good money off of this stuff. Mm -hmm. So I may not be like at the biggest, right? But longevity wise, 11 years is a very fucking long time. Right? Oh, yeah. And even before that, doing stand-up mm -hmm. since I was 16, it even goes even further back. So there's there's like creators now where they don't realize after why after four or five years, they're left with nothing. And the reason why is because when you create based on what other people say about how amazing you are, that well runs dry fast. Mm -hmm. It runs out super fucking quick. And then you end up with nothing at all. You don't know who your friends are, right? You you valid yourself on what other people said about you. And now that you're not getting the same validation, now you're like, am I a fucking loser? Do people not like me? Mm -hmm. It's like, this stuff doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. If you know how to use this space and do what you want and then move out after, you won't have to feel these feelings. I've had the same fucking friends since I was in high school. Till this day. Mm -hmm. Till this day. Till this day. To this day. Yeah. <laughs> to this day. <laughs> we fucking have Thanksgiving together. We have Christmas together. And we've been meeting up each other since we were 14. And it hasn't stopped. And so Lame. when people come into this. What were you saying? Sorry. <laughs> that's right. Well, my bad, Doc. They can't get rid <laughs> of you. They tried. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Lame. They got to admit Pat right now. You, you <laughs> fucking bitch. Oh, so, God. Oh, God. <laughs> so great. Yeah. But, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's weird when, when they're like, oh, like, oh, like, when you go back to Sacramento, who are you going to kick it with? I'm like friends yeah. <laughs> my homies i have friends you guys right. don't have fucking friends what are you talking They're about like, what? Right. so they'll stay in los angeles because they have nobody to go back to back at home i'm like oh, so this whole time you've never developed a proper relationship right yeah and like i, I was talking to this other kid too recently where, where he was upset because uh, he got into an argument with some new friends that he met in LA, and he was just shitting about shitting on people here. And I'm like, listen, dude, you're 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 awkward too, right? Because <laughs> yeah. like you're you're asking me for advice about how to deal with this personal friendship with somebody that you met for fucking a month. They're not your friends. Yeah, right. Yeah, for real. You know, the fact that you called him your homie and, and a good homie and I asked you how long you've known him and it's been a month and a half a month shows you that you're fucking weird. That <laughs> is not your friend. Yeah, right. You're, he was a David to tell you the real truth. Right, for real. <laughs> it's like you're, truth, you're surprised Facts. about somebody's behavior when you don't know who they are. Yeah. Right. How dumb are you? Yeah, exactly. You know, you put yourself in that position. Exactly. I'm not surprised when somebody I don't know fucks me over because yeah. I don't know this person, right? And they don't owe me shit. So it's like, yeah, right. What were you in it for in this relationship? You guys gathered together to create content together, mm -hmm. and that was it. That's the basis of your friendship. You guys are using each other. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because you could tell a lot about somebody based off their friends. Mm -hmm. You know, you meet the people that they hang out with, and you're like, oh, you are very interesting. You know, like a, like a lot of red flags. I was talking about this with Tiff the other day. Like, whenever you meet somebody, and they're like really mean to like wait staff. Mm -hmm. or people at restaurants oh, I hate you're that. like oh you're you're a piece of shit yeah like the way you talk to people is very interesting the biggest factor yeah, too that. that you'll see with people it's it's how somebody treats somebody based on what their status is if they treat right somebody they can't get anything out of the same way they treat somebody that they are getting something out of you right. know that's a good person exactly yep. because it's just based off their relationship is based off what they see that person as versus mm -hmm. what they can get from them. Mm -hmm. exactly right we were talking about that today about yeah. people that because david is a person of interest right people like david david has a huge following so there's a lot an of people active following <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of people that you can see 
that try to talk to David and they're like really like they're too nice to David or they're too nice to somebody. Right. And you're like, why are you doing that? Like yeah. overly nice where it doesn't feel genuine at all. And there's nothing grosser than when you see someone trying to build a relationship with somebody purely out of like opportunity and nothing Especially else. Especially when you're trying to do it with a Z-list celebrity. Like, dog, you're a loser. <laughs> I am at the lowest totem pole that a celebrity is and you're trying to get something out of me, you fucking loser. Hey, stay humble, y'all. Stay humble. Stay humble, stay, stay humble. humble, dog, stay humble. Yeah, what's not true, but stay humble. Stay humble. <laughs> <laughs> it's just fucking hilarious. So we were talking about this one specific guy and the reason why I never liked him when I first met him was because this guy was laughing at shit that wasn't jokes that I was saying. Mm. Like he was a thirsty ass girl. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, I was right. saying something he goes, dude, you're so funny and I'm like, I looked at him and I legit said, I didn't say a joke. What's funny? <laughs> He's like, ah, you know, you funny. Yeah. Ah, this is the way you are. Yeah. 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 You know that liar laugh? You know, starts talking like Floyd Mayweather and the shit. But yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, I was a foot. I was like, I was like, what? Like, shut the fuck up, guy. Wow. Yeah, dude. And I mean, in the entertainment industry, I, I've seen that a lot in comedy too, uh, especially when there's like a bigger comedian around. Everyone's just like writing this dude's sack. That's why I've always felt weird. Like if I've seen like a bigger comic or whatever, I've always been like, it, I just try to let it happen naturally. Like if we end up talking and we talk, that's cool. But yeah. I've never been like the chummy because I, I, I Name drop despise all of them now. like that, mm-hmm. that, that like trying to get something out of you thing like yeah. i yeah, hate gross. that like i would never want to be like, like they that. have their friends in their circle they're gonna help them out first before you even come around right you know and also just like ugh, yeah. like being like that is just so gross no your place kind of i ignore them so hard i make them think they I fucking hate them dude yeah that's and what i do <laughs> dude there's a lot of people to you meet and and like if you just look at them as the human not like the comedian or what or whatever it is that yeah. you think you want to be uh, you, I, you start realizing like this guy sucks. This guy's actually. a piece of shit. Like I met a lot of dudes where I was like, actually, I don't really like that guy. <laughs> yeah, like, you're Name a bad person. I'm like, I don't want to be around that guy. Yeah, I went up to Dave Chappelle. I was like, Mr. Chappelle, I don't know who you are. Like, how'd you know my name? I'm like, ah, fuck. <laughs> I love <laughs> six of stones and you leave. <laughs> I, I played it too cool. <laughs> get out of here. Get out of this situation now. And I just closed my hands over my face like I disappeared. I'm like, oh, jeez. Like, I can still see you. No, if I can't see you, you can't see me. That's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> like Bill Burr goes up to David and is like, hey, you're really funny. That's a cool fucking story. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know if Bill Burr remembers this, but I did a little quick stand-up set in Ice House Pasadena. He told me I was funny. That's and fucking I, amazing. And yeah. I almost shat myself, dude. Yeah. And at that time, I was like, why is he talking to me? Yeah, bro, and that's I, the greatest that credit. Yeah. That's amazing. And dude. I thought my set was pretty terrible, but you know, maybe he saw something funny in it. But I think I think the probably the bit that he liked was me making fun of people because I used to have glasses at the time, right? And mm. I did this whole bit about how I used to fucking hate it when people would come up to me and say, well, your eyes are bad and take off my glasses and put it on their face. It's like, bitch, now I can't see. Yeah. You don't need any more evidence. You <laughs> yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Are, yeah. What the fuck are you doing? Like, would you walk up to somebody in a wheelchair, kick them the fuck out <laughs> and then sit on it and start rolling out the way? Like, oh, you really <laughs> are fucking paralyzed. <laughs> like, bitch. Oh, this really is a wheelchair. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. They're like flopping. Into so it. I had this whole bit on that. I think that's the bit that he liked. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, guys like that <laughs> yeah. that are like fucking assholes. Yeah, guys that are on that level can see like because they're so good and they're so experienced. Like even though something might a joke might be like in a in its raw form or yeah, whatever yeah. because you're so new, they can see the spark of funny. Mm. You know, they understand like oh this guy's got something. You you're know, so that's that much, could be it too. Yeah, you're. But pretty, that's the greatest fucking compliment, dude. Like like a Bill Burr fucking told I know. you you're funny. That's I would my palms like, were sweating too. I was like I'd be like oh, I'm gonna make. He it. He didn't even say much either. He was like that shit was pretty funny. I'm like yo oh my god. <laughs> I was like oh shit. 
What did you say? Right. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's amazing. That's a fucking honor right You're there. You're Korean yeah. Bill Burr now. Korean Burr. I'm Korean Burr. He says stuff that's just like, I can't think like that. He's so fucking good. He's bro. always thinking on shit. I love Bill Burr. And my shit's surface level compared to him. You know what I mean? I'm like, damn, how do, how do you like take it from here to that next level? Yeah. You know? Because you, I think uh, general comics can make people laugh. Yeah. But how you make somebody think and laugh till they piss in their pants. Right. Yep. That makes you an, an amazing that's, comic. Yeah. That's where the genius comes yeah. in. And the Chappelle's, the, the Carlin's, the Bill Burr's, like that. Like that's. If you can make a motherfucker think and they're like learning and funny at the, like mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. that's fucking crazy. That's so wild. He takes like the the very unlikable topics and makes it very And he goes funny. head on, dude. He yeah. goes yeah. in. Head on. He takes goes it. In. And he runs with it and he makes it funny and he makes like a very good point about it. And he's likable yeah. at the same he's being an asshole, but he's likable at the same time. He knows like, how to Damn. teeter that line too, because you have to listen to what he's saying. Mm-hmm. There's no hate in it. It's jokes. Yeah. You know what jokes. I mean? With with just high level observation. Right. So if you're looking to be offended, then you're gonna get offended. In any kind of comic club, when you walk in and you 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 have this attitude of I'm looking for trouble, you're gonna find it at the comic oh, club. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. Of course, that's what that place is. Yeah, that's what it's for. That's what it's for. It's to relieve the pressure and Who the say fuck the crazy walks into shit. a comedy comedy uh, club and not try to laugh. Who are you, you psychopath? Look at this guy right here. And I'm like, <laughs> that wasn't funny. I'm no, I would have comics sit funny. there, and <laughs> clearly this other comic is killing it, and they're just not laughing. I'm like, how are you not laughing? That shit's fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's a lot of that too. Like I'm dying laughing listening to this shit. Like I was when I when I used to do comedy clubs, I would never like wait in the green. I would chill and I yeah. would watch other people set, and I would just die laughing. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they use their jokes right after. Yeah, and they're yeah, like, use the same <laughs> jokes. Yeah, and like, that's my joke. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's my joke. <laughs> but yeah, no, I do the same shit because uh, one, it's fun to watch, but two, you learn from Hell other yeah. people too. You, it's mm-hmm. like watching fights. It's the same thing. You're mm-hmm. watching how they interact because they might have a, a joke that goes wrong. How do they recover? How do they deal with the crowd? How do they, how do they deal with a noisy motherfucker? Like you learn from watching. You it's, know what one of the worst feelings is? Is like when I, when I was like, super late at night and I would start writing this fucking set and a joke and I'm cracking up laughing I'm like yo this is gonna kill right oh, yeah. and I go up on stage nobody laughs I'm like damn you suck bro <laughs> and I'm like scratch 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 and I go home and I'm like Idiot! Yeah. <laughs> Why did you think that was funny? No. <laughs> fucking stupid joke, bro. That that's, happens. Yeah, that, that happens. That's never happened to me on stage. Is the crazy part. <laughs> well, let me like, tell you, something. all my jokes hit. They yeah. laugh. Everyone laughs. Wow. Let me crazy. tell you something. All of them man. at the park. They're, and then they're just like, nah, nah. And it's sometimes it's hard you saying my set because they're so busy chanting my name. Wow. Like, yeah. And and it's just at the end of the day, it's just so hard to be that good. What are you like, saying? I want to suck your. And, then, <laughs> and I'm nah, like. Nah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I have like, no idea. Wow. They would just, I know your first name was Loser. That's crazy. <laughs> loser, loser, loser. loser. They don't throw tomatoes at you at your set. Yeah, they're like, you need some vitamin C. <laughs> <laughs> ah, thank you. Wow. Yeah, that would be so easy. And I'm the best at it. Continue. It's what were you saying? Literally yeah, yeah. the worst feeling on earth. Like, I, I remember when that, the first, I can remember what it felt like when I was bombing and I just felt this chill wash over my whole body. Like, oh. you need, it's like that fight or flight situation. Like, you are not going to be able to turn this around. Nobody loves you. You fucking. <laughs> He knows what that feels like. So it's, bad. it's the worst <laughs> feeling on earth. And then you just have to have one buddy come up to you. It's like, hey, man, you, yeah, it was a good job. Like, hey, shut up. You yeah, know yeah, that yeah, shit yeah, was yeah. bad, bro. Don't oh fucking talk to gosh. me. Yeah, that, I've never had that ever. Oh, that, that, that chill wave for me is just a heat wave. Like, <laughs> it's the opposite. I feel, and, I, and I know I'm red. I feel that I'm red. And I've even had it to the point sometimes where, like, I'll nervous laugh or whatever. Yeah. I'll be like, ha, 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 ha. And I'll be 
like, oh, like they know now 100% yeah. that I'm not recovering. This. I started learning this shit just from oh, this one little so trick from fucking Conan is where he makes a bad joke and he shits on himself real fast. That's a good, yeah. And it helped me to recalibrate. Yes. Conan's so funny. Good yeah. But you only have so many of those. You got one of those. You got like one, maybe two. Yeah. <laughs> like this guy's just You better on fucking bring it around to some funny shit. Because yeah. they'll, they'll laugh at the first one. Yep. Then it's like, That's true. wait, is this all <laughs> you're this? actually not funny. And then it's like, funny. okay, now you're you're done. You're yeah. going to suffer for the rest of this fucking set. Dog, it's, 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 it's fucking mortifying. I've, I've kept trying to do it over and over and they're <laughs> like, nah. <laughs> first Get off the stage. Funny, second one, okay, a little cute. You're done. Yeah. <laughs> this ain't funny, bro. You suck. It's hard, man. Stand up's fucking no, hard. Dude. It's probably it's, it's so probably hard, bro. Top five hardest things you could ever do. When I've seen in when front I of see, a group of people for sure. And the crazy thing is people don't talk about some of these bigger comics. They talk about too. It's like, yo, I still bomb to this day. Yeah. I'm like, really? You yeah, do? yeah. How the fuck do you bomb? Like yeah. I think people would just laugh at you for the fuck of it. Dog. That's what's so sick about it, though. Is yeah, that it's such a real thing that it's like you you might get even if you're a big dude, like you might get one or two like charity laughs, but then it's like you really you can't. You gotta it. make motherfuckers laugh. Did you tell me that fucking Bilber shit on Brendan Shop live? Yeah, somebody uh, told me a story about how um, he did a set, and then afterwards, Bill Burr was like, "Hey guys, if the jokes aren't funny, don't laugh." He's like, "Cause he Fuck. has to learn. He has to learn." That's what they were saying. He goes, so if they're not funny, I know he has UFC ears and shit, but you know, if it's not funny, don't laugh because true, he's not going to learn. It's true. Yeah. I mean, it is. It's true. Because it's like, look, Brandon Schaub has a, such a massive following. All the people that go to his show are probably just fans of the podcast, yeah. or the, the stuff that he does because he, he's a content machine. He puts out all this shit. So it's like, I'm sure people, that's why people shit on his, his comedy, right? People get really mad at him because it's like, he's, he's kind of built an echo chamber of shows. Yeah, and then just people that love to see him, that'll that love him so much that they'll laugh at anything that he probably does, and they want to be supportive. And it's like a good thing, but at the same time, it's like in comedy, if you're not making people genuinely laugh, then there's no market for you, right? Yeah, and I've you know what I've saw, like I said, like I I've seen his stand up. I saw his stuff like at Ice House and stuff too, and I think maybe. It, it could be a little bit of some people being salty, but I think for me, I don't have any reason to feel salty towards him at all. Like I have my own personal success. So when I see him, I'm just looking to laugh because I enjoyed him on Joe Rogan's podcast. Mm -hmm. So I expect, and I think what happens is that Joe amplifies his funny, yeah. right? So they have good funny banter. Mm -hmm. But when it's time for him to be funny alone and on a stage, yeah. that's where he something's lacking. Being funny in conversation, I'm sure is vastly different than being funny on stage oh, in yeah. front of people where all the attention's on you. You're yes. having a fucking 15 minute monologue. Right. Because it's not it's not the same. It's not it's the same. It's not the same. It's not the same. I'm getting nervous talking about standard. Right I know. Now. I'm like, I, I could only I could do imagine. this. <laughs> I just remembered how bad it felt and I'm like, I'll never do this again. Dude, it, it's definitely not the same. Cause you have to like you're starting from literally just I'm a guy. Go. Yeah. Like who are you? Okay. Now you gotta start making me laugh. Like go. Yeah. Uh once, like, oh, if you, like for me, me what I realized, too, oh, is when I have a bro. bad start, the rest of the set is fucked. Oh, like, it's yeah. like hard for me to dig out of it. It is. Well, yeah. that's what all these comics say, right? It's like, if you bomb on the first joke, you're it's hard. People people leave you. Yeah. So the hardest part is turning the crowd, right? Then that's what everyone says is like, wow, this dude turned the crowd. Like, bro, I've that's seen, amazing. I've seen, you you can do it, though. It's just, it's just experience and, and like there's Bill certain Burr. techniques. Dude, one time I went to the Ice House to see Bill Burr. 
Uh, I, I don't know if you were there. I think you were there yeah, when he we didn't there. show up. Yeah, yeah, we were there. Bro, mm. so Bill Burr, so we're watching the show, right? It's funny show, comics are going up, blah, blah, blah. But we're like amped to see Bill Burr. Everyone's yeah. amped. Everyone, it's sold out. Ice House, Bill Burr, fuck yeah. The, at some point, this dude comes out, the host comes out, and he's like, hey, guys, I uh, just want to let you know Bill Burr said he couldn't make it today. Uh, so we're going to refund your money or we'll give you guys free tickets to a future show. You guys can use it. And yeah. people at first were like, is this a joke? And they're like, sorry. And he, he was like nervous. He he's was like, saying this it. is not a joke. And then and people are booing. People, people are, are leaving. People are like, fuck. And you see, yeah, people start getting up to leave. He's like, but we got this other guy. He's a funny dude. Like, uh, give it up for his name was Peter something, right? Bro, this he was, guy, oh, Peter get Peter something gets up there. I feel bad not knowing his name because he he fucking I, I, I was thinking about this the other day, it. Dude, bro. But he gets he was up there. So funny, really. People literally at first, like, it was so amazing to watch, especially like as a fan of comedy and as a comedian, because like at first people are talking during the set, and the most like, lukewarm claps, like yeah, yeah. yeah. People are like as talking, like, up. all right, what are we gonna like this? Like, what are we gonna do now? Are we gonna go? Are we gonna stay? Mm-hmm. And this dude's trying to do comedy, right? And he's like, all right guys i know you guys are pissed you know like whatever Talk. fuck me right yeah. like <laughs> fuck me right and like little by little he started like getting people like chuckle here chuckle there chuckle here chuckle there chuckle there and like about five six minutes into it he had everyone's attention and he started he turned the room murdering bro. it that's crazy like it. murdering boom 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 for like 30 minutes because at some point the host came back out and was like hey Bill Burr is going to come you just got to keep going until he's done yeah. so he's like alright fuck it right and then he just keeps going blah 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 and he like murdered it but he was starting in the most he was like yeah the like, worst situation ever dude. Like, he, would, he would tell his joke and he, like he would say the joke no one's listening he's like hey guys it was funny because the punchline was this <laughs> <laughs> and like it was funny to me who the people that were paying attention yeah. were, it was funny but it's it's that's what's so cool about comedy because I've seen it. I've seen it happen, and I've I've kind of I've done it myself too. Where there's a room that isn't into your shit, but like if you have the right energy and the right shit, like you really can turn a motherfucking room around. Yeah. Like, and it, it, it's possible. You really can do. I mean, there's some instances where maybe it's not possible, but like. I would say the majority of the time it is possible. You just have to have the right yeah. technique. It's like fighting. It's just yeah. the right moves to get in there. And one of the most annoying things because of somebody who hasn't been through like trying to do stand-up comedy, like when people kind of look at it like it's easy. It's like, have you ever been no, on stage bro, before? It's... Have you ever been on stage before? No fucking like, way. It, it is very, very difficult. You have to understand. There are You have to know how many people want to be a stand-up comic but don't make it because not that many people are that funny. Like there's people who are, yeah, they make me laugh, but are they fucking funny? Yeah. Are they good orators? Can they speak well on a mic? That shit is hard. Every time I, I stutter all the time, I'm just like, like words that I know. And I just stuttered. His own name. Con- What's your name? <laughs> in conversation. In con- what you say? That feeling of while you're, while you're talking to somebody in conversation, I'm like about to start right now. And I'm just like, like one time I literally was just, and I couldn't get the word out. You would fail a polygraph test so fast. Dude. Yeah, bro. Yeah, what you is your name? <laughs> I was going to a concert. I, I, I went to a Black Keys concert, right? And everyone's checking IDs. And the guy goes, hey, how old are you? And I'm like, 21. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm not 21. I'm actually 25. And he yeah. goes, let me see your fucking ID. Because he wasn't checking yeah. IDs. And I, I don't know why. I I got nervous and I was like, I'm 21. And he goes, don't ever defend me in court ever. Dude. Nah, <laughs> yeah. Stupid yeah. son of a bitch. You He's... will fucking have me incarcerated in a second. <laughs> They'll be like, I'll step on the stand. So did he do it? Uh, I don't think so. I don't, I don't know. I, don't, I didn't get a good look. And then you see, <laughs> yo, yo, you're the key witness. And I'm just like, 
I know, but it was like dark. I don't know. <laughs> like I'll just freak the fuck out. And then I'm fucking getting butt fucked in jail, dude. Yeah. Somebody's yeah. taking my back pussy. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> and I was like, it's very thigh. Yeah, my it's back very pussy very thigh. But when you like stutter, you fuck up a joke in front of a group of people, and then Ooh. like a small group, Ooh. like friends, people I consider friends, and the way they look at you afterwards is like. Imagine that times a thousand. In front of a bunch of people that expect you to be great. That are paying money to see you. Paying money to see you. Man. It's bad, bro. <laughs> I remember, I remember, dude, in Santa Barbara, like in the beginning when I first started, I was at an open mic at a coffee shop and I was saying some stupid, sh- like, not funny. Go ahead, funny guy. All. Tell us your jokes, funny guy. Are you a comedian? I don't even remember what it was. I just remember saying it and thinking, this sucks. And then <laughs> I remember seeing, it was daytime, outdoor. It was just all the worst things that could happen in comedy. And there was a guy sitting there with his like daughter. like He was visiting his daughter in college. And what I said was cr- something crazy. Like It was vulgar, for sure. Especially in the beginning, it was all vulgar shit. And then I saw him look at me. And they both like the dad. I will remember this vividly. He, him, and his daughter look at me, and they look at each other, and they're like, "What?" And they got up fuck? and just left. And I was like, "So, anyways, guys." <laughs> like, uh, blah, blah, blah. But I remember them laughing like, "Who is this dumb fuck speaking?" And then got up and left. And I will. I always think I not always, but every once in a while in the shower, I'll think about them and I'd cry a little. Bit. <laughs> But it's it burned into my fucking memory. It's bad, oh my man. god. Those moments bad. it doesn't define you, but it's it's hard to move past it just because it's so traumatizing you could remember every fucking detail yeah. in that moment. It's almost like fighting, right? It's like everyone remembers the time that you got hurt really bad, you got fucked up, you just got the the shit kicked out of you. Everybody remembers that vividly. It's burned into your memory for a good reason. Mm-hmm. To make sure that never happens again. Yeah, it yep. definitely makes you not want to ever do it again. Yeah, 100%. Just make sure you guys, when you do stand-up, just don't do it at like these shitty little open mic things because there's no crowd for you to play off of. Yeah. That's the hard part. Yeah. You know, If you do it at a comedy club, there's a crowd at least. Somewhere. Yeah. You know, people are there to listen yeah. at least if they have a good drink minimum. But sometimes yeah. when you go to these like, because when we started off, we just had to do anything that we can. Yeah. Yeah. Anything that we could, we would do it, and it would be two, three like, people for there sometimes, and you're just doing these jokes to nobody. Yeah, and right. It makes you feel terrible, but it really does. I started to realize how important venues are and how good promoters are. Like, oh with, yeah, like people who run that club, if they do a good job, they can make a good show. They can make or break you. You know, if they choose to do a shitty show, they leave the TVs on, they have all this other bullshit, they don't do a drink minimum, you're fucked. Yeah, you're you're walking into an area that probably only like the top level people could turn around. Bro, we did a. Sh- <laughs> I did a show one time at a bar and literally it was right after uh, a funeral. Like they were like, hey, oh we just had a funeral. Shut the fuck like, up, dude. They want, a, this is out of a they, movie. They want, a, they want a, a stand-up show to like liven them up. Hey, go. <laughs> what the fuck? Also TV's on. Did you know that going into this show? I, I knew that. I walked into the place. They're like, you're going up third. This is the situation. Someone's wife just died. You got 10 minutes. The wife, bro. That's, that's I was like, rough. Oh. See if it's like an old uncle. And you just yeah, walked you on stage. It was like, I bet you she's a slut, huh? What? <laughs> hey! <laughs> she was. I couldn't even look the people in the eyes because like there was pain in their eyes. Yeah. I, was, I was like trying to talk to them and I was like, I shouldn't be doing Who's this. Who's the fucking guy that organized this? 
that that guy should never work in the business but again. i was like wow this is a really bad idea to people do just start right crying that's when, the, when people are like laughter is the best medicine like not not after someone just died no it's not right after a funeral absolutely bro. not no moment. that's just not potent enough dude it was like a baby there it was off uh, dude i've done some cr i've been in situations where i've been like why how did my life end up in this situation <laughs> it's like why did i do stand up here this? but that's the true stand-up experience though i feel like if you don't do that you shit, do then... learn from those shitty yeah. experiences though you learn how to like i mean i don't know what i learned from that but we might have talked about this on the podcast already but this guy did a stand-up set while two people were fighting in this oh like, yeah, yeah in yeah. the crowd did we talk Bro, about this i think I don't know. so in ventura yeah somebody got caught cheating and they started fighting did in the i tell you about that set. i think you told me off podcast Okay, I'll just tell. I'll yeah. just tell it real quick. So I'm on stage. Okay, so let me. Uh, I'll preface the story by saying, uh, before when I was with Jose and Willie on the road, I worked with this comedian named Willie Barcena, who was like, uh, he's established and stuff. And we were in Sacramento one time, and this is when I was really <gasps> my green. hometown, dude. Hey, Sacramento. Where, where are you at? What club? At, uh, uh, what was it? Tommy T's in Pleasanton? It's called Tommy T's. That place sucks. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So we're at Tommy T's in Pleasanton. And I, I mean, this is the first time that like I'm on the road and shit. And I'm like, whoa, this is crazy. Like I'm doing comedy, you know? This guy Willie's up there and he's telling his jokes. And at some point this dude starts booing him. Boo! He's fucking hammered, right? And then everyone's like, what the fuck? Like, and he, Willie's like, yo, shut the fuck up. I'll like, he tries to keep going. But the guy's hammered. Boo! Bouncer tries to get him out. Puts his hands on him. The guy pushes the bouncer. Bouncer knocks that guy out. Boom, clean, beep. That guy's friends jump on the bouncer. Bouncer's fighting like six dudes. The fans get up, start fighting with the friends. It's a, a like a Wild West saloon. Yo, Sacktown, baby. Boom, like <laughs> I told you fucking Sacramento weird, dude. Tackled, and at the time I was like, I was like, I, cause I was talking to the bouncer beforehand and I kind of liked him. So I was like about to jump in and Jose, my buddy with the black eyes, <laughs> grabbed me. It was, hey, don't fight. Like, no, don't jump in. Like, leave, let the shit go. Crazy fights. Boom, 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 boom. Uh, cops end up showing up and then Willie his experience he's been doing comedy forever so he like got everybody calmed down did another 45 minutes great show it like still went on and I was like wow he did another crazy. 45 after that yeah That's so he crazy. killed it he, he I mean he's a he's a headliner he's legit so fast forward like a couple years or whatever I'm in Ventura and I'm I'm featuring for Jose was gonna uh uh headline and we're there and I'm doing my set. And honestly, it's not going well. It wasn't going well. Yeah. Like it, it was, it was kind of rough. It was patchy. And I was like, what the fuck's going on? I was like too, like, I was just fucking up technically. Yeah. And, um, I feel it and I'm like, I'm slipping. Some things are hitting, some things are not. And then I hear all of a sudden I hear, uh, I hear perra, I hear perra, right? Which is like Spanish for whore, yeah. like dog, whore, right? And I was like, what the fuck? I look over and this dude fucking hits this other dude. What? boom cracks this dude and i'm like what the fuck like did someone just get socked i look to my right and these two dudes are squared off right and like I, i'm I, everyone jumps up to like kind of split it up and i'm like what the fuck is going on and then i see the guy go to choke like some dude starts choking some woman right mm -hmm. like i didn't know oh, the situation at the time i didn't know <gasps> the situation i just see him and he says better again Berra. and then i just see somebody punch him in the face boom just crack him and then it's just fucking chaos like a brawl goes on and oh everyone's god. fighting the comedy show i was just like oh my god like what the fuck and like they fight they eventually get kicked out it takes like fucking two minutes to kick them out i'm like all right everybody like sit back down sit back down sit back down blah blah, blah. and then i just told everybody and i was like man i'm glad that happened because i was fucking bombing <laughs> <laughs> 
and then and then everyone started laughing and i was like oh sick like this re-energized the set and i did my whole set and shit but i found out afterwards that that guy um so what had, what had happened was this guy was sitting and he was sitting, like wearing this like pink shirt and fucking uh, with this lady and ap- apparently she was cheating on her husband with this dude in the pink shirt and the <gasps> cheater the cheater guy, the guy showed up with his his daughter so his daughter was like in her twenties thirties it was like an older couple and he fucking uh, he caught them like together obviously and he went up to her and uh, the the daughter said that's my mom right or she yelled out that's my mom that was the first thing that she said. Guy punches cheater dude in the head, right? <gasps> Boom. They're like kind of squared up. Everyone goes to break it up. My homie Jose is one of the dudes breaking it up. Mm-hmm. He turns around, grabs his wife, yells, Berra! starts choking her. And then my buddy Jose just saw the guy. He doesn't know the situation, but he just sees this you guy see choking, choking his, his yeah, exactly. Jose cracks this dude. Boom. And then now him and this dude are fucking getting down. <laughs> Chaos, bro. This they makes so much out. sense why Jose had two black eyes during yeah. that fucking boxing <laughs> yeah, show. Bro. But he's he, down. He's down. He's down again, bro. He's ready to go. Cracks crazy. this dude. And uh, then, then it all got resolved. But I felt bad for like afterwards. I was like, damn, he got cheated on and fucking got his ass whooped in the same night. Yeah. But like I was able to corral everybody afterwards. And part of it was because I'd seen it done before. Yeah. But like I was able to sit him down and then just keep going. And it actually my set went great after that. I was like, damn, I need to bring motherfuckers need to fight when I'm bombing. Yeah. Like, people need to get down because my shit got great. That shit's after fucking this. tight, dude. That's so dope. And the, see, yeah. this is why when I saw those two guys fight in the street, I was like, What's going on, guys? Like this ain't this it. Ain't this it, guys. ain't it. And that's why I didn't jump in. And then he said, "This guy stole my fucking wallet." And I was like, "I did." <laughs> I did. But sometimes when you're in the heat of like fighting, all that you need is someone just to like kind of snap you out of it. Mm. Because sometimes you're focused. You're like, "Dude, I'm gonna murder this fool, and nothing's gonna stop me." Yeah. Until someone like pushes you, know, you out of it, and mm-hmm. you're like, "Oh shit! Like, what am I doing?" You know. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, all you that's really true. need. Fucking yeah. And then here comes Jose, socks his ass. I know. Jose's not even involved. He's just like, I gotta do this. Security's bad at that club, huh? That guy just walked yeah. It was it wasn't good security, but I dude, the show usually gets like that though. You just need one good bouncer, you know? Yeah, like like, what the fuck does that ever happen? How does this guy just walk into? They had a bouncer, but he was like like had a toupee and like and like with limp and shit. This fool got there one, was literally no security. one wooden leg. Yeah, he was a pirate, bro. <laughs> fucking yeah, so you're looking crazy. for some laughs, me matey. <laughs> comedy is crazy, but that's like you know that's what comedy is wild, dude. Yeah, it's it's rarely, especially in the beginning, like those good venues. Like you're lucky. That's what makes you grateful to be in like the good clubs, mm-hmm. the ice house or the improvs. It's like because you've done so many fucking bars with people yelling and somebody cheated like on this person. I like if you go to the Ice House, Ice House has been some of the best crowds ever. Yeah. Like when I go and when I've performed there, oh, like the I've best. only performed there twice. And so, but when I when we went there, it's just like the people who go to the Ice House are looking to laugh. Yeah. Which yeah. is what I appreciate. Right. Yeah. And if sometimes too, like when I've performed out in New York and like I've done my own shows, like I'm like, this crowd's a little different. I got to make sure I come at it. You yeah. know, so I got to, you know, write a little bit. I can't go up and just do a bullshit set, you know, but at Ice House, like I've, I've went up and didn't prepare a set and, you know, things just happen to flow decently well, but sometimes like, it wasn't that funny, but they still give me a chuckle, which I appreciated. Yeah. Like, Cause they're ready to laugh. Yeah. So I've always appreciated Ice House. Like I hope Ice House stays forever. Yeah. yeah. I think it's, it's, a, it's a great room, bro. Yeah. I lo- that's my favorite place. We've watched them there a lot of times. Yeah. yeah. It's my a lot favorite of place. The main room though, especially is fucking fantastic. Yeah. yeah. It's so dope in there. I love it, I'm bro. I'm getting anxiety just thinking about that. Oh, yeah. I haven't done stand-up in, since March. Yeah, how do you feel um, about that? Do you feel fucking nervous? What do you, how yeah, do you feel about that? Yeah, I do. That? Like, to get back into it, I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, I don't know. But it's it's I'm also, it, it must be kind of nice to think that, like, 
all the other comics are probably feeling the exact same way. Maybe. You know? I mean, I don't know. I've always had like stage fright though. No, you know? of course. I feel like everybody does, right? Even at the highest level, right? Yeah. Like, I've had it. Bill Burr was talking about when he did SNL, he was like nervous to go out and it's like crazy to think that this fucking he Jedi. didn't look nervous at all dude. no mm-hmm. not even and like the people in the crowd too were feeling uncomfortable with his jokes and he still fucking ripped right through Plowed it I fucking like, love Bill Bird. I was like damn this guy's a he's a national G. that's like a comic that's what it, that's what a comedian is yeah like that that dude that just says fuck it fuck you this is what I think boom dude, one of the worst clips of somebody bombing was this guy just saying highly offensive shit with no humor Ugh. and he was mad at the crowd for not finding it funny hey. and he was just upset he goes like I forgot it was it was either highly misogynistic or racist you know like when you say shit like that there yeah. has to be a joke what's the joke like that's what I'm looking you gotta Kramer. make it fucking funny yeah. yeah and it was bad dude he started yelling at the crowd for not understanding comics like no bro you're just not you're not funny yeah. yeah like it has nothing to do with the crowd they're perfectly fine they're at the comedy club you were not funny yeah that's a common reaction for a lot of dudes when they're not doing well is they get pissed at the crowd mm-hmm. and it's like nah, nah, I do. bro i just stop you're and just... i go i'm sorry yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry for wasting your like, time that guy's so nice <laughs> yeah i uh, remember one time we saw uh we saw pat at the comedy store it was like the uh it was like one of your earlier shows. Oh, I, I remember I, I had a fight the, belly the next room? day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a fight the next day. And there was all these comedians that went up. And like, there's it's such a weird feeling when you watch somebody just bomb on stage and you're in the crowd. Because it's like, it's not only awkward for, it's obviously awkward for me as the spectator. But I can only imagine. It hurts this guy. everyone. It, everyone it, there's nobody wins out of this. No one wins. Nobody wins. You just gotta just. This guy went on stage. Yeah. This guy went on stage and he just talked about how New York bagels are oh, nowhere. Yeah. Do you remember that guy? God, I do. It, it was that. nowhere near as good as like L.A. bagels and like his whole thing about like yeah New York pizza. Like what's the deal with it? Like it's so much better than L.A. pizza. It's like when people come out here and they say you know L.A. pizza is so good. <laughs> he's like I fucking spit on them and it's like. What was worse was that his whole family was in the front row. Yeah, I would be like, are you writing a Yelp review? Or are you doing a stand-up set, you bitch? What are yeah, you doing? I was, like, I was like, there's nothing funny about this, dude. Yeah. There is whole, absolutely nothing his funny. entire family, aunts, uncles, cousins, brothers, sisters, parents, in the, <laughs> in the front row. And they started booing him. They were just like. They didn't even laugh. Like, there was, it was silent. That's so terrible. And dude. he still continued to do a set. And it's like, oh, fuck, I've had that man. when I invited my friends to come out to my stand-up set, and I completely bombed. And that shit feels, it felt terrible, dude. Bro, it's so bad. Well, I didn't. It was also it was that time when the fucking bar with all the TVs and shit. So it was like yeah. the worst situation ever. Yeah. And I was like, that's God, hard. Fuck yeah, those this, are bad. Dude. Those are bad. Like, it's a Dodger fuck. game on. They're about to win the World Series. All your Series friends are kind of like, hey man, let me buy you a beer. I'm like, hey, fuck you guys. Just give me this beer real quick so I can get smashed and go home and cry myself to sleep, please. <laughs> fuck. fuck, man. It's, There's it's, so much of that. Comedy is so brutal. Yeah, man, and it's, it, the the hardest part too is like, you're, what what I suggest anyways, what I do anyways is you got to look at the crowd, you got to see you're sometimes when you look at the crowd and you're like, oh shit, I guarantee you these jokes aren't going to work today. Yeah, so you have to have your backup set to yeah. make sure that it works well. Like, what's your crowd work going to be yeah. like? And it's been that's probably one of the hardest things I had to learn because I would just stick to a set even though it's not doing well, and I'm like, you should be able to adjust a little bit on the fly. Yeah, yeah you have yeah, to be. You know, like yeah. if people don't like some of your crazy jokes, you should have someone that's a little more tame. What do yeah. these people like? Right. You know, looking at somebody's ethnicity, age, and gender when you go outside actually helps you mold your your jokes a little bit better. Right. So if you're not filling out the crowd, they're not going to feel your jokes yeah right that's why or, like, or sorry go ahead no i was just gonna say like it's why it's really cool when you see someone that's really good at crowd work and they just they just murder yeah crowd work and you're just like man they, no matter what the set is if they can always go back to crowd work you're like man this is fun no matter no matter who's like no matter what they're really saying because it's 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 just 
it's so hard to do that on the fly. I would imagine. I'm, I don't know. But when you watch somebody that's like, like Andrew Schultz is really good at crowd work. He's yeah. Really yeah, funny. Right. And he could turn in a moment that's like kind of tense and just flip it on its head just by shitting. I want to see him live because the only stuff he puts up is his crowd work. Like yeah. None of his jokes. So yeah. I'm like, I haven't heard his jokes yet. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is this guy stand up? God damn it. Well, he used to post his jokes, but now it's like mostly like a, a long oh, he's time so big ago. now. He got to yeah. save that shit. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah, that would be the thing about crowd work, though, too, is that it's because there's like a it's kind of like you're playing with dynamite because people like that. It's like, oh, it's happening right now in the moment, yeah. you know, and uh, some because I've been I've I've done crowd work where I like I said something. I was like, I didn't think that was that funny. And people are laughing and they're like, I was like, whatever. I mean, they're laughing, but yeah. like, whatever. Fuck it. You know, because they just <laughs> seem clever. Yeah. Um, but I've seen also, which is kind of weird. I've seen comics that do like prepared crowd work. Oh, yeah. They like where it's like it looks like. Like, hey, you're wearing a black shirt, but they have a, like a whole thing about like, like yeah. black but, shirts. But yeah. it's not just like, which is fine to like, because that's a technique, like especially if you're dealing with a rowdy room. Mm-hmm. Like if if like, uh, Bring attention. you know, you have a joke about black shirts, right? And no one's listening. I start making fun of you because I know you have a black shirt. Yeah. Boom. Lead you into this joke that leads into my set. People start listening, right? Yeah. That, that's I, And there's nothing wrong with that. But there's some dudes that like their whole set is is crowd work but it's like all prepared uh, crowd see, work see, see. which is fine you know but it's just well, like people can smell it they can sniff it out right? ah, some guys are really good at making it seem like it's not because i but i've seen it and i've been like it just seems kind of sad to me because yeah. it's like damn yeah. doesn't that get old like fuck. yeah like, Eric spears too he does like crowd work too that's kind of set up but mm. this one did this joke that cracked me the fuck up because he was looking at his asian girl and he was like are you he's like so sweetie where are you right she goes she goes i'm chinese he's like Bitch, the, work, the joke was bad when you vent to me, so you vent to me. Anyway, <laughs> I'm fucking dying laughing. He took a pause. He was like, fuck this shit. <laughs> you vent to me, the joke works better. You know? <laughs> That's hilarious. Airspace. I remember I went to one of your shows. It was in it was in Burbank. What's the place in Burbank? Flappers. It was a, yeah, it was Flappers. Yeah. yeah. And the whole time, it was like a smaller room, but I was sitting in the middle in the back, and I think I was sitting with Khaled or something like that. And the whole time, like, I guess... This one comic just kept talking about I have a small, obviously small dick Asian joke the whole time, and I just was like, bro, like fuck, I can't get your goddamn break. And then every comedian afterwards, like went up, just kept pointing me out over and over again, small dick Asian joke, small dick. and then next comic, small dick Asian joke, <laughs> and I just was like, all right, guys, this is getting really old. <laughs> I was like, I want to see my friend Patrick. He came up, it was like small dick Asian joke. Small dick Asian. <laughs> I was like, Pat, I'm your friend, dude. Yeah, but, you know, it's sometimes <laughs> it's hard being facts. in the crowd. Yeah. yeah. Just, just facts, telling no. people facts. And I was like, yeah, fuck, dude. I was yeah. like, don't tell everybody. That'd be hilarious if you had, like, the biggest dong ever and you just whipped it out. They're like, all right. <laughs> respect. But leave the club. You're arrested. <laughs> yeah, you're not, you, you can't, can't arrested. <laughs> well, well, guys, that wraps up this episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. That was a fantastic episode. If I do my say so myself. You sound like me, dude. You guys look like a couple of twins. You guys look like a bunch of twins. Let me tell you something, guys. My dumbass didn't even catch that. Yep. My bad, y'all. Well, you can catch Patrick.T.Riley on Instagrams and everything, the like. And then yep. you have Nick the Ear. You can see him at Nick the Ear on the Instagrams as well for that personal training advice. Also, the best back anus massages I've ever had in my life. Yeah, baby. I make the best sweet tea as well. Yeah. Sweet, sweet tea. tea. Silver spoons. <laughs> of the tightest back pussy in this side of the West in Coast. In the universe. Back We'll see y'all next time. Peace, peace, peace. peace.